before we get this started, before we, before I get this started, welcome to the Armand Hawker Project podcast. Thank you for listening this week. Uh, this is episode 50, halfway to 100. 100 halfway to nowhere because there's only certain milestones you hit. But look, first of all, let's get let's talk about this real quick before we get this started. If you have zero human being children, zero kids, whether it's by blood or adoption, if you have zero human being children, the dogs that you have or even the cats, the ferrets, whatever, those aren't your kids. Stop it. You stop it right now. Those are not your children. If Stop. That's all I'm going to say about it. Well, until after this intro music. Look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying with this is, look, if I understand that you want to, as a human, you want to have kids or something, but the dog, if it's between you eating and the dog eating, if you choose the dog, you're a fool because your dog, you can't be survived, uh, you can't be survived by your dog, right? Does that make sense to y'all? You can't, if you give up, see, I'll give up my plate just so my kids can eat and live because I will be survived by my children. They'll have offsprings, they'll tell stories about me, they'll bring up this podcast that nobody listens to, and they'll listen to it then because when they tell the story about me, it'll be exciting, and then people listen to the podcast, and then they'll kind of get confused because they'll say, man, he had great stories on the stories being told by the kids, but the podcast is a little different. Anyway, that's what I mean. Your dogs can't do that. Stop it. You don't have furry children. That's not... It's not a thing. I'll tell you what else ain't a thing. This microphone. One. This microphone ain't a thing. I need a better setup. Look at this. Look, look at. What is this? Look at this. This is ridiculous. Maybe I should have tested this out before I hit record. But you know what? You know what we're going to do? We're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it for the next 87 minutes because this is going to be a long one. Nah, this ain't going to be a long one. But yeah, man, I'm tired of y'all running, here, running around here with these dogs, uh, feeding them kibbles and bits, talking about they're your children. They're not your children. If you want kids, or you'll see, you'll be like, well, we can't have children because the, this person is trying to finish their degree and, and we want to travel. And well, all right, you don't have to. You don't have to substitute that. You can just not have anything. If this, if I can speak on parent have, having children, love having kids. Sometimes it's a headache. Sometimes it's nothing but uh, you know ice cream and, and and rainbows. It's both ends of the spectrum. But I will say this: if I didn't have children, meaning I didn't even have the uh, uh, what do you say? I didn't even have the thought of having kids. I didn't, I, I wouldn't have a memory of having children. I'm not saying that my life would be better, but it would be just different only because I would, I could do whatever I wanted to do. And the only, I'm only responsible to my parents for being their offspring and, uh, and me, and I guess my, my, my wife. But when you have children, it's almost like when these people can't have kids or they're going to wait to have kids and they get dogs, they want to substitute the struggle. Hey, hey, man, you can't, maybe in a way, you can't put your kids out in a, in a, in a, in a house and leave them out overnight. You can put your kids out of the house and say, go out in the backyard and play or whatever. That's, you know, that's relative, right? But it ain't, it ain't the same. Stop doing it. Oh, you can't have kids, so uh, I'm just going to get dogs. No, if you want a dog, just get a dog. There's nothing wrong getting a dog. Nothing. I want a dog. But I can't have a dog because I can't stay in the daggone country long enough to argue my point to the wife to get a dog. I just want me, I want me a nice little rot. Got a nice Rottweiler. Take that daggone thing uh, to the park, run them around, 
you know, get get him some dog friends. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with a nice little Rottweiler. Rottweiler is uh, soft enough to be. Rot is soft enough to be a family dog, but if you need that thing to be a, a guard dog, there it is. You can't beat that. But yeah, you got y'all. Y'all folks gotta stop. Stop with this thing. Hey. All right. Wait until the video comes up on this. I got some some issues. I can see that half of this episode already is going to be me trying not to knock this microphone stand off or this microphone off the off the stand. I got to get a better setup. I need a better setup. Production value is real low right now. There go, man. I need to do something about that. I need to do something about that. But yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I'm tired of y'all running around here with dogs talking about their kids. They're not your children. They're not your children, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Stop doing it. Anyway, so how you guys doing? I'm doing well. I'm glad you're asking. Oh, and uh, there's a, I got to send a, uh, how do you send a shout out? It's like it's 1982. I do have to send a shout out to the one person that asked me uh, of this is blatantly weeks ago. He says, uh, he says, hey, bro. I says, what's happening? He says, uh, what's going on with the podcast? You haven't uploaded in a while. And I told him, basically, I ain't got nothing to talk about. If I don't have anything to talk about, I'm not going to sit here. Well, if I'm not, if I don't have anything to talk about, I'm not going to sit here and just ramble and make up things to talk about. Um, but so what I try to do, uh, what I try to do is get some topical stuff, you know what I'm saying, to talk about that, but then also have a main kind of point to, to make or to talk about. Uh, that's the downside of doing solo podcasts. When you have guests or when I have guests, it's a lot easier because we just talk about whatever, whatever, whatever they want to talk about. Um, but yeah, shout out to the one person who I guess listens to this podcast. He knows I'm on a podcast. Uh, the one person that says, yo, what's good? You haven't uploaded all month. And this was probably three weeks ago. But I think before this, I uploaded in April, which whatever. I'm struggling over here. Man. I'm working nights. It's rough out here. There's nothing to talk about. Things to talk about that I don't want to talk about. Anyway, shout out to that one person. Appreciate, appreciate the one. The one guy in the crowd that's like, hey, I thought you did a podcast. I do. Where is it? It's a little difficult right now getting drumming up topics. Anyway, um, speaking of speaking of having something to talk about, apparently, all right, now apparently Roseanne is uh Roseanne is a racist. And I got her little tweet right here. It was something. I don't get into all this stuff. I mean, as much as I, you know, talk about, I have to talk about a second girl that tweeted, and I'm talking about it. I don't get too much into it, but if you didn't hear it or you didn't read it, uh, it was a response to, uh, looks like SD, SG Treatport. The original tweet from them was uh, New Post, WikiLeaks, Julian Assange uh, drops a bombshell, Obama CIA. Also spied on French presidential candidate has been punished on SGT report, whatever that is. I don't know. So I found the response. Roseanne Barr, she says, uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. I don't even know what the heck VJ is. That's how much research I do. But they're talking about she's racist and all this stuff. Now here, all right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. That's a nice looking little run AHP shirt. Let me know if y'all want one of these, man. That's a nice looking shirt. It will be in the uh, little preview joint I put up on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, let's talk about this, right? So I don't know if she's a, a Muslim. I don't know. I don't know if she's a Muslim. She may be. I don't know if she's a racist or not. I really don't care. I really keep to myself when it comes to that stuff. But here's my thing with what's going on now. Uh, everybody has a voice. 
because of not necessarily the internet, but the all of these uh, uh, all of these websites that let us interact with people that we don't know and we'll never meet and we'll never have anything in common with other than speaking the same language and having uh, an account made on a certain web on different websites. That's the only reason we'll interact. Now, having said that, people are saying Roseanne's a racist and all this stuff. Here's my thing. If people were so quick to identify her as a racist, wouldn't that make you believe that you already thought she was a racist and you're just waiting for her to say something racist so you can uh, validate your point? That's why I don't understand why so many people are up in arms about it because it, what do they say if uh, call a uh, I don't know call a spade a spade. If you think this person's a racist, well, all right, well, cool. And oh, look, they did something that's racist. Okay, why are you getting so upset? It because here's the thing: if you didn't believe, or whoever's you know going against uh, uh, who going against Roseanne, and plus the uh, the media is going to really uh, you know hype this up. If you didn't think that Roseanne was a racist. You would defend Roseanne, right? So if the media, all these media outlets didn't think, if they, you know, somehow everybody at that company knew that Roseanne wasn't a racist and something, someone must have hijacked her Twitter account or whatever it is. If they thought that, then when this tweet came out from her, they would have just said, oh, it's, it's, it was a lapse in judgment or you know whatever it is. Now, hold on, let's, let's back up a little bit. They say it's racist. I don't know what the heck VJ is. Maybe I should do, maybe I should do more than four minutes of research when I'm trying to get an episode together. But Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby, so I'm assuming Muslim Brotherhood is. She's talking about. She's referring to uh, Barack Obama and Planet of the Apes is is somebody else. And it says they had a baby, right? So here's my thing. Is it racist only because we are associating those words or titles or uh, comparisons with racist stuff? Because she didn't say nigger, spick, chink, wetback, beaner, kike, hymie, uh, cracker. I'm trying to think of all the shit. Uh, not Viet Cong, whatever. Jap, which I don't really don't agree with, but whatever. Jap. She didn't say any of those words or any of the, the many other uh, racial epithets that are out there that throughout history were very specific to putting down a certain race of people or a certain people from a certain area of the world uh, in a negative way. I mean, you can put somebody down in a positive way. I don't know. But she didn't use any of those words. She did say, and she didn't. She said Muslim Brotherhood. Now, okay, well, so what does that mean? Somebody's religious? Or, you know, they follow a religion? Whatever, Muslim Brotherhood, cool. And Planet of the Apes. So she's referring to uh, apes, not monkeys, not uh, orangutans, not chimpanzees. She's referring to apes. I just don't understand how, I feel like, People saw that and they go, oh, she's talking about black people and Muslims and they got together. And, whoa. She may have been talking about that, but she didn't. The words that she spoke or the words that she text didn't say that. Now, I'm not saying this, this lady's not a racist. I'm just trying to look at this from a, from the angle of are we the, the consumer of this information? Are we... Or not the yeah the consumers of the information, but more so the uh, the people that are putting this information out the uh, the news outlets now are we creating the racism? Because I read that tweet and I would just I would look at it and go Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby. That's anything that could be a giraffe and a and a uh, a giraffe and an elephant had a baby. That would be you know, calling somebody ugly or something, you know, who, whatever. But I'm not going to say giraffe. Oh, she was referring to that black guy. Giraffes live in the jungle. She was calling him a nigger. I'm not going to do that. 
But that comes from me looking at things, I don't want to say objectively, but I just, I don't like to jump to conclusions, even though that's the premise of a lot of the episodes, a lot of later episodes. Not jumping to conclusions, but assuming somebody did something. But I look at that and I just go, man, I think they're blowing it out of proportion. Now, uh, that also goes into, she tweeted this out, now she feels like she has to apologize. And I look at it and go, maybe if she wasn't, uh, and they say, uh, she said that she was under the influence of Ambien, which is a sleep aid, uh, and just being sleepy, you're going to make some uh, questionable decisions. But if you're forcing, if you're taking these pills or you're taking this uh, extra stuff, right, you may make some choices that you wouldn't have made with a clear mind. She's blaming it on that. It may be. Oh, boy, I got to sneeze, but I'm not doing it. It may be because of that. But I also look at it and I just, I think it's not what we're making it out to be. Should she maybe not have said it? Should, oh, here it is. Should she maybe not have, should she have not said it if she didn't want the repercussions that she was getting? For sure. It's, it's, definitely. That's, that's the difference between somebody having manners and not having manners. That's between somebody you know, hurting somebody's feelings and, and saying something that's not going to hurt their feelings. If she definitively knew that this tweet was going to cause this uproar and get her show canceled, if she knew if, however, in whatever world of apps and algorithms, she could have tech put this tweet, put the text in the tweet little window block, and then these lights popped up and said, hey, if you do, if you send this out as it's formulated now, this will cancel your show. I'm sure she wouldn't have done, she wouldn't have put that tweet out. Not that the tweet is wrong, but because of the definitive outcome of the tweet. Whether she was under the influence of Ambien or not. That's all I'm saying is I think that we, I think that people are just blowing it out of proportion. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I'm a guy that looks at it, uh, I try to look at it in a neutral I try to look at both sides you know what I'm saying because here's the big thing I put I put tweets out that nobody cares about and they've been pretty uh what do you call it uh controversial even but nobody cares and I feel like because it's Roseanne they say well you know she's a public figure and she should do this and this and this and this she's first of all she's a comedian so let's really look at how comedians minds work the reason that comedians are funny the reason they're funny is because they'll take a regular situation somebody talking they'll take a funeral they'll take anything and they'll think of it in a altered mindset to make it humorous that's what comedians do that's what they've been known to do forever as long as comedians have been comedians as long as the court jester was out there uh making the king laugh he would take a situation and flip it, put it on its ear, and go, this is funny. So you have to think about that, too. She's a comedian, man. So she's a comedian. So she's going to really, her mind is going to do something different with the information, whatever it is. I just I just saw that, uh, I think I saw it yesterday. I was thinking, like, man, is it, is it really that? I mean, I guess it's serious. I don't know. It's serious now because it was. She's just not getting ridiculed. She messed up the church's money. People are out of a job now. The writers for that show, the cameramen, the the makeup artists, the actors, everybody's out of that. Out of uh, everyone's unemployed for one person's uh, mistake. Now it's just like well, it's just like uh, what's the boy's name? Kevin Spacey. He had those allegations of, uh, of rape or whatever it was. And <laughs> they canceled the show, bruh. Allegations. He says, all right, hey, uh, that, Kevin touched me in the wrong way four years ago. And, then, and, and I think it was Netflix or whoever. They said, no, nah, we canceling this. We're shutting it down. That's just allegations. This lady sends a tweet out and everybody's fired. Think about... Think about that. Everybody's fired from a job. What if you had a job where you worked in some sort of team 
element and and the lead person you know did something at a bar or whatever you know got arrested or beat somebody up and then you find out ah you find out on your day off they were off of work do you guys understand that they got fired on their day off like Craig I just realized they got fired. They're at the house chilling. They're like, oh, man, we got to go in and do reads. Oh, we got to go in and do reads Tuesday. Oh, they probably going to punch the script up a little bit. Oh, then we got to shoot on Friday. All of them got fired on the day off because of Roseanne. They should be mad at her, especially the actors who weren't getting any acting work. Because everybody wasn't acting. They were probably all doing uh, decent anyway from, uh, what do you call that? From syndication or something. Or, you know, they'd gone into other shows. But I think, I don't think they were working. I think, uh, I haven't, I've never watched this. I mean, I used to watch the show, uh, the original. But then when this new one came out, I haven't watched it. But I think the original, I think the original Becky she was she wasn't working because she left the show i think i don't know she left the show and then the girl who uh ended up playing on scrubs she came in and finished out the season or finished out the the show and then she went on to do scrubs for i don't know 99 99 seasons how long scrubs went on so the first Becky, she's let's say she's out of a job or was out of a job. She wasn't getting any income from the from uh, I guess Hollywood, let's say. And I think the kid BJ, I think it was his name or his character's name. He's not working. So now they really ain't. Nobody's getting money. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Roseanne. Out there sending your tweets. Hey, I don't know. I just think I think that. Uh, if people think that she's racist, then what's the what's the big deal? She's a racist. So what? Let her be a racist. And if you don't believe she's a racist, defend her. But people are getting upset. People are getting so upset over it. I'm not. I'm just bringing you guys the news. That's all I'm doing. The news. What, what am I, an outlet? I'm a news outlet? In this clean run AHP shirt? Man, if I could get somebody to make some of these, I think people would rock them. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Forrest Gump status. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. What else we got? Oh, let's check uh, the questions of the week. I don't get questions. Nobody sends me questions. Hey, uh, Armand, why don't you weigh in on this thing? Nah, I don't get those questions. What is this? Bro, can I tell y'all this? I got the invite to the, uh, to the high school reunion, right? I don't know. I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I ain't, I didn't, I ain't go to college. That makes sense. I ain't go to college. Uh, People talking about this uh, this uh, high school reunion. It so check this. I've talked about my friends list before, and I may have talked about this in the last episode. I don't know because it was damn near a month ago. But uh, so uh, why are people trying to connect with you? Why are people trying to connect with me after uh, almost twenty years? Of not connecting with me. People just flooded the, uh, what do you call it? The inbox on uh, Facebook. And I'm just going, I ain't talked to you in forever. Now, here's the other thing. If they would have sent a friend friend request, friend request, and since that day, we're going back and forth and, uh, and catching up on old times and laughing and doing all this. I will go, oh, yeah, man, yeah, I'll, I'll, I will, uh, I'll accept your friend request. No problem. It makes sense at that point. We had a connection from high school. We both went to the same high school. We was in the same classes. And now, 
you seeing how I'm doing or, you know, whatever. You know, hopefully they see that I got a podcast and they download it and share it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and, and wherever. But uh, none of these people have. So I'm thinking, is what is with Facebook? Do people think Facebook is a is kind of a like a lounge? Like what? Because I look at Facebook like this. I don't know how many friends I got on here, right? Uh, but all uh, most of those people, right? Fifty one percent, the majority, I talk to pretty regularly. I uh, they post something, I comment, or we message back and forth. There's some sort of constant communication. Um, these people from high school, I haven't talked to them in a long time. I, don't, I just, I don't, I don't understand it, man. It's like people want to be connected. It's like people want to check into you. All right, now here's a story, right? My my wife may not care about this one or care for this. One. I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, so I went, I went home, right? Took my took my baby girl. Took my baby girl back home so she could see her granddad, her cousins, and her uncle, and aunt, and all this stuff, right? Took her home. Somehow, you want to talk about weird. Somehow, I get there, and an ex-girlfriend hits me up on Facebook. Now, here's the comparison. Here's the, 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 not the contrast, but here are the two stories. I got people, I went to high school with this girl, too. Uh, people, after this uh, high school reunion thing is posted, they posted the picture, said tag all the people in the picture, and uh, somebody tagged me, so then people started sending me friend requests, and I'm just kind of going, all right, whatever. I ain't, I ain't talked to y'all in all these years. We ain't got nothing to talk about. I go home for, I think it was a week, something like that. Take baby girl home, and my ex-girlfriend, she, uh, she hits me up out of the blue, out of the blue, right? And she said, she hits me up, says, hey, how's it going? You know, we haven't talked in a while or something. And this was after, so this this class reunion, there's a Facebook page, right? Anyway, so this class, she may have seen that and then reached out, whatever. But basically, she's like, yo, how, how you doing? How's it going? All this, blah, 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 right? And uh, and, and she says, because uh, I talked to her and, how many how, how of this? I dated her, but I, I dated her. And I knew her friend through her. Me and her friend, I mean, we were cool, but we weren't, you know, friends. I just kind of knew her. Uh, so this is, now when I say years ago, years ago, I asked her friend, oh, this is probably before I even, uh, yeah. I asked her friend about her. I says, uh, I said, let's call this lady uh, uh, Gertrude. I says, because I don't talk to the friend. So when I met the friend, I saw the friend on the bus or something. So to not be too awkward, you know, uh, small talk with her and like, hey, what's what's Gertrude up to? You know, and she's like, oh yeah, she's doing fine. Blah 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 blah. It, backstory with the girlfriend, she cheated on me and ended up leaving me. But whatever, she was whatever. My point is, so this ex girlfriend hits me up, tells me that her friend told her to ask about her uh, well over fifteen years ago. Uh, so she, we were just talking, just how's it going? She asked me about my mother, just real adult small talk. And then, uh, oh, I forget how the conversation ended, but we talked for probably maybe over 30, 30 minute time span from the first message to, all right, I'll holler at you, I'm out of here or whatever, right? Uh, now, this is what I, this is my point. That ex-girlfriend, uh, not really, in all honesty, because I got a wife and kids and uh, ex-girlfriend, I would be more inclined to give her, uh, accept a friend request from her only because we talked about something vice all these people that want a friend request just because, um, just because we went to school together. That's what kind of logic people have. Not that my ex went back and said, well, I talked to him and all this stuff. But it's, I don't understand people's brains and then i would unfriend people and they would get mad when i unfriended them but we never talked so i'd friend them you know and i don't know say something on the what is it called on the wall or something but we never really talked we never really we were cool but we never really talked and i would go i don't even talk to this person click click unfriend and they would get mad 
Why'd you unfriend me? Because we don't talk. <laughs> oh, I think people are crazy. I unfriended you because we don't talk. Why don't we talk? Because we're not really friends. Well, we should sit down and talk and get to know each other. I can't do that because I'm not friends with you. We ain't got nothing in common. We're both humans. We speak English. Ah, we're in the same age group as far as the demographic. That's about it. I, just, I, don't, I don't understand people, man. And I think... I don't understand people. I don't understand why I tried to rig this microphone up. It keeps falling. You want behind the scenes. There you go. That's not right. Half of this episode, I think I already said it, will just be me fixing this microphone. This is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, man. I think people are people are just. I think people are people, and they got some underlying. Oh, and they got some underlying issues that they need to sort out. What else we got? What else we got on uh, the topics? Oh, the uh, what's that girl's name? I don't know the girl's name, lady's name. She called those folks on the bus. So check this out. All right, so now it's twenty. It's two thousand eighteen, right? These people. I think it was uh, whenever it was. This is old news now. So this lady called these folks, called the called the people. They was barbecuing. You're supposed to not use uh, what is it? Uh, charcoal. They were using charcoal. You know that's against the city ordinance. Come to find out, it wasn't. Blah blah blah. She called the police. She played the victim. All that stuff. Right. Not that's one side of it. Stop trying to be the police of everybody. First of all. They out there barbecuing something they ain't hurt nobody. But my my here's this goes back to the Roseanne thing. In in twenty eight in two thousand eighteen, man, there's all of these in, instances incidents where the police are shooting and killing black folks, right? And these all of these not all of these, but these white people are calling the police on black people. You know, ultimately over maybe over-exaggerating their uncertainty or fear of whatever is going on. Because there's nothing, here's the big thing, there's nothing wrong with being afraid. Is that If something's different in your area, that's why you get nervous. If something's different in your area and you get nervous or you get scared, that's absolutely normal. Now, what most of us do is we, kind of, is we gauge that. Uh, we will say if, here's the, the one, the, uh, there was a lady... So there's 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 a I guess there's an empty house and there's a lady next door who lives in the house. There was a, 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 a they call him a real estate investor or whatever he did. He was going to the house and I assume looking at it to see if it's worth him putting his money in. The lady called the police on this guy, right? And she called the police on this guy I guess because he was snooping around the house or whatever you want to say. He's looking around the house, looking around an empty house, right? Police get there, and I guess the police officer and the man, they sit down. He shows him some sort of credential that he's a, I don't know, real estate investor or whatever it is. Uh, so the police officer tells the guy, go ahead, mind your business, you know, do whatever you're doing. He tells the lady, leave this man alone. He's, uh, he's fine. If you call the police on him again, I'm going to come arrest you because he ain't doing nothing to nobody. Uh, so... There's nothing wrong with that lady seeing anybody, let alone a black guy who she ex- expects, assumes it is African-American. He may have been Nigerian. I don't know. But uh, there's nothing wrong with her looking out her window, seeing a guy walking around an empty house and becoming suspicious because that may not have been normal at that time. He may have been the first guy that went to the house to look at it. And I only, I'm only coming from the perspective of being familiar with how people invest in homes. What happens is, uh, I'm gonna get to the story, I'm gonna get back to that story. What happens is, uh, you may see a foreclosed home or an abandoned home or whatever it is, or sometimes uh, 
depending on the uh, depending on the city. There's a list that comes out that says all these homes are for sale. We're just trying to get our money back. This is from the banks or whatever. So people will go to these houses and look at them. They'll look at them and say, well, does it have water damage? Are, are trees growing out through the basement? They'll look at it and try to assess how much money it would take to put in this house to either sell it or get it to a rent, uh, get it well enough to rent. And that's what will determine if that person bids on that house. Because if the bank wants $10,000, but they have to put in $47,000, it may not be a good investment. All right, so that's the idea that I'm thinking that this guy was in the house for. Now, here's the thing. Nothing wrong with the lady saying, what's this guy doing? Why is he over here? I'm calling the police. Nothing necessarily wrong with that, right? In, in generally speaking. Now, what I would do is maybe not as the lady because the lady was absolutely 100% crazy. Uh, what I would have done seeing this guy out here, I would have gone to my porch and basically just bullshitted, just small talk with him just to see what he was out there doing because one, it's her neighborhood. She should be one familiar with her neighbor, uh, neighbors and neighborhood. But if you think something's wrong, do your own preliminary investigation to see is it what you is it what your fears say it is because i'm sure she went out there and talked to him like an adult and just asked him what basically what is he doing there same thing like with the starbucks thing just talk to these people i'm sure he would have said you know he's an investor or something to that effect where she could have concluded the same thing that was told to the police that oh he's just here looking uh looking to you know buy this place cool whether he's going to live in it or not i don't know but she could have done that now even now here's the other thing if she would have done that talked to the guy uh she would have talked to the guy got that information called the police still at least then she could say well I talked to him. He said he's doing this, but I don't really trust him because then it truly becomes specifically about her not trusting this guy, which is fine. Whatever. Everybody's different. But when the police come out there, they could either validate the story that they got from uh, from the people that call the police to scenes. Right. They could have either he could have either valid the police officer could have either validated that or proven that that thing is false, because when the police officer talked to the guy. Guy said, nah, I was just bullshitting. I'm just trying to break in here and take the copper pipe and then go sell it because I need money. All I'm saying is, man, these people, we're in a, we're in a time where things like that happen with that real estate guy, uh, the, the barbecue chick, things like that happen. And the, the worst part is not that people getting shot by the police is something new. But think of, follow me, follow me on this. If these stories and video and everything from 2018, if these stories were told in the 80s or 70s to the, to the degree that they're happening, the frequency that they're happening now, people would think that it's a lie. People, you know, you say you can't go to Arkansas, they'll shoot you, they'll kill you for nothing. You know, if, if all of these stories came out back then, it were in such a place where it would almost it would be like a not a fantasy, but it would be unbelievable how often this stuff happens. And Will Smith said that it's not that it's happening more; it's just the fact it's being recorded. It, fine, I agree with that. There's always some sort of human being corruption, some human being power, uh, not struggles, but uh, abuse of power. There's always that. But my thing is this. On both sides. I'm not trying to fault either one, but I'm looking at it this way. I say, look, people, and everybody's different, I get it, but people, black folks, they're getting shot by the police, right? That's happening. It's been happening. Getting shot, getting framed, all this stuff, right? But black people are still basically acting the ass around the police when, t when they're uh, being confronted by the police. I'm not saying that's what's happening, right? What the black people know, I think what it is is they know that if they don't resist, 
the encounter not being uh put on was it put in not being arrested you don't want to resist arrest but when they're resisting the encounter it's because they know that they could damn near end up killed for nothing right so that's the that's the black folks okay damn why say i say why don't y'all just fucking relax calm down now the other side of that and this is because it's all in the news and, and there's videos and all this stuff. The other side of that, I look at the police and I say, you know that y'all already have an X on y'all back because generally y'all just shooting people out here. So on, uh, on both sides, I say, but why don't, this is from, I've never been approached this way by the police officers, right? But I, I look on both sides and I say, why don't y'all both calm the fuck down? You know? And then maybe that'll zero out some stuff where the bad people, uh, the bad cops and the bad uh, people, they'll they'll kind of regulate them, not regulate themselves, they'll, they'll just kind of zero out. Because the difference is a police officer, and I've seen it on a lot of these videos, uh, the police officer will escalate the, es- escalate, escalate the situation by calling five patrol cars coming up. I'm just like, oh, it was an airplane, a jet's flying in the back. But the police officer, not that they can say how much backup they need. They'll say, hey, I just need some help. Cool. But when there's one guy, think about this, there's one guy that the police officer's talking to, and now three other patrol cars come up. That just made the one guy who's already nervous because he's talking to the uh, officer of the law. That made that person even more nervous looking at it going, so I basically, I guess y'all taking me to jail. There's no talking my way out of this, which in turn raises heart rates and makes the situation a lot worse than it has to be. I just, I don't understand. I mean, I understand that that's, like I said, that's just, that's just how people are. I get it. But it's scary because if these stories were told years ago, they would seem like they seem like it couldn't be true. But I think it's on both sides, man. There's some horrible. There's there's some bad police officers. There's some bad just citizens. Period. Not just black folks, right? But there's some bad citizens, right? The problem I think happened. The, the problem I think. What I think the problem is, is that the police officers. aren't maybe respecting the people they're talking to because let's be honest if a police officer tries to stop you on the street do you really have to stop you're just walking down the street do you really have to stop i mean i would say no right but at the same time hopefully if you've done if you've if you've done nothing wrong, what do you have to worry about for talking to the police? But I feel like once you talk to the police, you're already at a disadvantage because you're talking to the people. You're talking to a person who can put you in jail. They can put you in jail for conspiracy. In America, you can be convicted on conspiracy. Zero, zero uh, evidence, only testimonial evidence. Think about that. Some testimony. Somebody can say that person hit that person. You're in jail. Testimonial. So I understand why people don't want to stop. But that's the thing. Now, if you get, let's say you get pulled over, right? Uh, let's say you get pulled over by the police. They kind of, they already, they're already detaining you, right? We got the police car, lights. They pulled you over. At that point, at that point, I wouldn't get too scared. But I would definitely be on my shit because I've been pulled over before. And what the fuck do I do? I roll the windows down, turn the dome light on. I got the driver's license, insurance, all that stuff in my left hand before you even come up. And if they ask, uh, yeah, your tags are out of date. Uh, you think they could be in the trunk? That's a permissive search. You're giving them permission. And I say, no, nah, they're not in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? But I try to get ahead of it so much. Uh to not to damn to put this police officer at ease you know what i'm saying but i just it's it's wild that this stuff is happening so much that uh there's some people there was a 
it was a NAACP guy. He was talking about the police were harassing him, or they profiled him. And, uh, and then the video came out where the police officer, uh, pretty professionally pulled him over. I'll forget what the, the the violation was, but he pulled him over. Said that he pulled him over, ran his tags and everything. And he, the police officer, told the guy, he says, "Look, uh, this registration, this license plate." is registered to a, a pickup truck whatever it was and then the guy told him i think he told him before that also but the guy told him he says yeah i just i just bought this car i switched the plates to uh, the dmv told me that uh, i just i switched the plates to the dmv they said cool that same guy was like oh, they profiled me and you know they, the police would treat me bad and the whole video was pretty cordial the dude the police officer said I understand what the DMV told you or the, the, the DM, whatever the fuck, the police, the, what do you call it? The licensed people are in different states, it's different stuff. The police officer says, I get that. I know, I believe the story. You bought a truck or you bought a car, you used to have a truck, cool. What I'm telling you is you need to go down to the, uh, to the, uh, to the DMV and you need to get this straightened out you know, because right now you have the wrong plates. And it seemed like the guy from the NAACP was he wasn't he wasn't happy with that. He wanted to basically be able to talk his way out of it. And the guys and the police officers like, well, you know, whatever. I'm just you're not talking, you're not getting out of this ticket or whatever, you know, whatever whatever it was. I think he I think it was a, a turn signal. He didn't turn whatever. Um but it's that kind of thing for the NAACP dude to be like, ah, oh, he was profiling me and this and that. And I, I watched the video. For what it was, it seemed pretty cordial. I mean, the NAACP cat dressed pretty nice, had on the jacket, the, 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 the tie, the button down, pretty professional, had all his paperwork, explained, it, says, hey, I just bought, a, I just bought this car. Uh, I just bought this car. I used to have a truck for the license plates, blah, blah. And it was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna cite you for the the, the the tail light or the turn signal, or whatever. But you need to get this fixed. And he was just, but it's that kind of thing where the guy, the NAACP dude, was like, nah, he was profiling me. Easy, man. Fucking the the stop seemed pretty fucking straight, pretty civil. But you want to drum up this drama, and that's what I mean. Is sometimes there's bad people and there's good cops, and vice versa. Sometimes there's good people and bad cops. I just I just feel like we're in a place right now where uh, if I sip this water, kind of parched. I just feel like we're in a place now in 2018 where, man, the, if this was, if these, if these stories were told, people would go, no, there's no way. There's no way all these people are getting shot. There's no way all these people are getting shot on camera by police and these people didn't it wasn't justified. There's been so many videos where I watch it and I go, almost, how did this person, how did this guy get away with that? It doesn't, how this, that's why I need an engineer. How does police officer get away with doing that to that person when that wasn't even justified? Whatever. It's so much of that stuff happening, man. It's almost wild that, it's almost, it's it's insane to me on both sides that police officers are still doing this craziness and that uh the police officers are still doing this craziness and also that uh us the people black folks whatever are still doing this craziness it's it's just so wild but man i understand it i've seen i've seen a couple quite a few i've lived it too right but i've seen a few you know, documentaries and just how, I think the documentary I watched on Netflix was called 13th, uh, how the system, the system is geared against us as black folks. And I understand that, but I also feel like, this is why I think education is good. I feel like if you know that the system's against you, why are you trying to stay in that system and fight it? That's my question for when I see a lot of these situations, man. A lot of them where, I don't know, man. It's because there's nothing wrong with hanging out on the street, right? There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. 
but you can't be mad if you're hanging out on the street and a police officer harasses you or confronts you because most of the people hanging out on that street are selling dope. Even if you're out there minding your business, you ain't selling shit, you got your, you got ID on you, you got passports, you, you know, you're out there, you know, clean as a whistle. My thing is, why would you be out there knowing that Pete, knowing that the police harass folks when they're out there? Confront, I ain't gonna say harass them. Uh, I look at harassment as they're just basically poking at people or, you know, confronting them to get a reaction out of them. So they're just being a nuisance to somebody. Uh, but if everybody, if most people out there are selling dope at two in the morning or five in the afternoon and you're not at a bus stop, don't get mad when they confront you. Be educated about it and don't be out there hanging out. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like there's a there's a confusion between fighting the system and not being a victim of the system. You want to fight the system by not being a victim, but you can't be. And so you can't be in it and, and fight. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're just not. You're stacking the chips against you too much. Too high, whatever it is. All right. I got to go. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here because I've been rambling for almost 50 minutes, almost an hour, right? That's a shame. Uh, go to if you want to basically if you, if you want to know what I'm going to talk about, most likely on the podcast. Uh, follow me on go to the Armand Hawker Project Facebook page. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Armand Hawker and uh, Instagram at uh, Armand Hawker Project to kind of see what I'm gonna. What topics I'm going to talk about. Uh, what else? Oh, share this for me. Uh, you can comment too. So if you go to armandhawker.com, um, you can comment there. You can comment on, uh, you can comment and share it on uh, SoundCloud and everything. So thank you everybody uh, for supporting me. Uh, big shout out to that one guy uh, that was like, yo, what the fuck is the podcast at? Appreciate that. Uh, run HP shirts coming soon. If I can get one person to comment about this shirt, I'm gonna go ahead and press some up. Uh, run HP shirts coming. I'm gonna try to get this uh podcast back on its feet next month. It's my birth month, so I'm gonna go ahead and act up a little bit. I will see you guys next week, and thanks for listening. <laughs>